0: Visit enterprise.co.uk forward slash business to find out more.
1: This is TalkSport Daily.
2: Hello, hello, hello. Happy Tuesday, my friends. Welcome to another Andy Goldstein TalkSport Daily podcast with me, your host, Andy Goldstein. Of course, you can check me out on drive for, well, the rest of your life with my partner in crime, Darren Bent. And tomorrow from 4pm. Anyway, we kick things off by looking back at yesterday's UEFA Champions League round of 16 draw, where there was just, uh well, it doesn't say how many teams left. But anyway, let's take a listen to which teams the Premier League clubs are going to face.
3: Manchester City FC.
4: So, for Leipzig, we have Manchester City FC. Leipzig a much better
1: proposition now than they were a couple of months ago. City, again, should be massive favourites,
4: but Leipzig could cause them problems. Liverpool FC. Six trophies won by Liverpool. Real Madrid. Liverpool versus Real Madrid in this round of 16, it will add a lot of spice. When I saw Liverpool in the first half yesterday, that's as good as it gets, and you'd say they'd be happy to play anyone in this competition if that was their, that was their standard, or level of performance. AC Milan. AC Milan, Tottenham Hotspur. Milan will play against Tottenham Hotspur.
5: I'm not sure AC Milan are what they once were before. It's a good draw for Tottenham. They could have had a better draw, but it's not a bad draw.
4: Borussia Dortmund, Chelsea FC. Borussia will face Chelsea FC. So Liverpool
2: are due to face Real Madrid. What a surprise that was. Not. Chelsea will play Dortmund. Spurs have got AC Milan. Man City have German opposition in RB Leipzig. Here's our European football expert Andy Brassell, or Brassel, no one really knows, explaining what all English clubs are going to expect from their European draws.
1: Dortmund, they've gone back to the old. They went back to Edin Terzic, who's very, very popular at the club. There's a question over whether he's tactically the man to take them to the next level. What is not in doubt is that the players absolutely love him and the younger players really love him. The guy who's come to the fore is a 17-year-old, Yusufa Makoko. This was yeah. a guy, I remember, who was called up to Germany under 16s when he was 12. By the time we get around to this game, Makoko could be a headline name. You know, yeah. if he goes to the World Cup and does something, he could be a household name. Leipzig of warmed up a little in recent weeks there are quite high expectations uh, at leipzig even though it's recognized that there's a a relative ceiling one of the things we have to note though going back to those games where Leipzig played City last season. In that 6-3, hat-trick for Christopher Nkunku. Nkunku has gone from strength to strength. But interestingly, Nkunku, with those two goals at the weekend, beat a Werner record. He's the Leipzig player who scored the most goals in a calendar year. And he's not even an out-and-out forward. So he's really (laughs) one to watch. Milan have the name, but give or take... Giroud and Ibrahimovic. is a very inexperienced team. What this Milan side have, despite being very young, they have real leaders in the likes of Teo Hernandez, Ficayo Tomori, um, players who like play like that beyond their own years really you know they, they feel like team leaders and they can get themselves out of these quiet awkward situations I think it's a it's, it's a tricky game for Tottenham Real Madrid are the defending champions but they've also improved this season I think it's fair to say it was quite a harem scarum route to the final last season um, they had a few dices with danger in the knockout stages what they did is they used the younger guys like Rodrigo Camavinga the more athletic guys as the finishers last season uh, brought them on late in the game whereas um, this time um, they're playing more from the start Aurelien Tchouameni, who's made a huge impact in midfield has been part of that as well so um, Real Madrid on the form they're on especially with Vinicius at the top of his game even more dangerous
2: Now Liverpool legend Graham has joined White and Jordan and believes Man City are the team to beat in the competition this season Oh well done Graham.
4: I think it is City's year Haaland obviously will get more goals with whatever competition they're playing in. Will he be the difference? Possibly. But I think even without Haaland, I think City would be coming pretty close again this time This time round. I don't see them being psychologically damaged because i have not won it so far. I think getting across the, the line the first time is like winning a league the first time.
2: And continuing with that show, Simon Jordan shared his reaction to the breaking news that Southampton had parted ways with their manager, Ralph Hasenl... R- 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 <coughs> Ralph and explained who the Saints should go for next. Depends
5: what the ownership looks like and depends what the ownership wants. Now, we're seeing an ownership that sounds sensible but goes and buys a group of players that aren't going to be necessarily fit for the purpose in the here and now. If it were me, I'd want to, I would want—I would have a conversation with Sean Dyche. I would look at Sean and say, OK, sensible, solid. Is it a long-term play? OK, would Sean Dyche... What I wouldn't want is the situation where Sean Dyche publicly announces that he's not interested but I think someone like Sean Dyche is a conversation worth happening now when you have a conversation with somebody it's a very different dynamic than what you have a perception of you know you have a perception of somebody in the public domain like football does it interviews almost in the public domain because you, you see people you know about them you've watched them play you've watched them managed you've read about them in the press and then you meet them in person then they might be a very different person mm. so it might be a very different situation when you interview Sean Dyche he might not be as um, compelling at times as he is when he's interviewing uh, when he's in a very comfortable job in Burnley and knew his way around the place yeah. but I would have a conversation with Sean Dycher and I've got time to do it now I've got time to do it I've got five weeks to do it
2: Now former Southampton manager Graham Sooness noted that the writing was on the wall for Hassan Hunt all doesn't even rhyme does it
4: There was a breeze for Newcastle yesterday I'm looking at the girls at Maitland Niles I mean, on a couple of occasions He has a chance to just come out and block a shot and he sort of half turns 12, 13 yards from his own goal. That's not a team fighting for their manager, that's not a team fighting for their lives, that's not a team realising that they're in the mire. That was someone going through the motions. And Newcastle won easily and deserved to win. All those goals were avoidable. Very poor defending. It wasn't a team fighting for their manager and fighting for their lives.
2: We also heard the breaking news that the Fenway Sports Group is putting Liverpool up for sale in search of, and I quote, new shareholders. Moni Moni Simon Jordan reacted to the news. FSG has been for sale for some time. Yeah. It's been for sale for some time. And you the
5: Redbird did a deal with them to take some of their media rights out and give them some funding towards the FSG project, which is not just Liverpool. Um and and the American uh football clubs uh, that are, the american interest in our football clubs have been sell for some time if someone walks through the door and offers fsg 5 billion quid liverpool sold yeah end of discussion end of discussion probably less than that actually but the bottom line is is that at this moment in time that's not the case but if you look at the appetite the rain group now believe as a result of the chelsea deal that there's an appetite now for supposed grown-ups to really go after these big football clubs because the, the value of them has inherent opportunities for a variety of other things. So I, I would be surprised if FSG don't come into play and come into play more meaningfully because they've already done it, but with Redbird being an acquisition model that bought a significant percentage of their business and took some of their media rights away for a different
2: project. Newcastle manager Eddie Howe saw his Toon Army jump up to third in the Premier League and has been speaking exclusively to TalkSport about their 4-1 win over Southampton.
5: I thought the scoreline was great in terms of how it looks. Uh, Some great goals today from our perspective. I think that's our highlight. The overall performance probably was below where it's been, but um, this season we've hit such high levels of performance. Week in, week out, I have to compliment the group on that. Today was probably probably up there with our poorest performances this season. We've managed to win 4-1 away from home. So I think that says a lot about the group's mentality and our ability to have a real killer instinct
2: in the big moments in the game today. Moving to the breakfast show now on Talk Sport and the Brighton midfielder Adam Lalana join the show and hit back at critics for saying the Seagulls are in need for a striker. How dare they, Adam?
3: The way football's developing nowadays, Man City won the league last year with that striker, so it's it, it can work, you know. And, and we've got a couple of very good strikers here. I said we've, we've got Danny Welbeck. Okay, he's not scored this year, but in my opinion, so what? He's he's playing very well when he plays and um, contributing in other ways. And I think you know we get in areas where. You know, with Pascal Gross playing right back the last two weekends and he scored two goals because the, the way we play, how fluid we play, it allows him to arrive in the box. And yeah, I just think football's always evolving. Uh, I just think it's 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 lazy journalism or lazy opinion to kind of say, oh, they need a striker because we're Brighton Football Club. It, I don't think we, we're in the market for 40, 50 million pound strikers. So it's, it's difficult to, to go and recruit them. And a reminder, of course, looking ahead to the
2: Carabao Cup. It returns this week and we bring you live free exclusive commentary across both TalkSport and TalkSport 2.
0: we promised you shocks on TalkSport. We never fail to deliver. So Lanky with a turn. Solanke with a finish and that should be the goal that puts Bournemouth into the second round. And fired in by Andros Townsend, what a lovely goal, is that
5: going to see them through? A day that none of these supporters will ever forget, it's finished,
0: Newport County 2, Leicester City 1. Inside the area and a little back-heel flick puts it in for four, Eddie and here with a hat-trick, Dewsbury Hall pokes it into the bottom right-hand corner. And Leicester have won. Deep ball in. Barkhausen. one He cannot stop scoring in this competition. Six in eight for him in the League Cup. What a breathless,
5: fantastic advert for Carabao Cup football.
0: It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax.
5: they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. burrow.com slash ACAST.
0: This episode of the TalkSport Daily is brought to you by Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Planning to hire or share a car or van?
2: Some say the best on the station, but that's their view, not mine. Andy Goldstein's drive time, as I was joined by the former Chelsea midfielder Andy Townsend, who shared his thoughts on the Blues' boss Graham Potter following a disappointing defeat to rivals Arsenal. (laughs) Shouldn't laugh, (laughs) but I do. Towards the top of the field at the moment, they're looking devoid of any real connect or any ideas, um, and they look a bit short in that department. So that is something. Now, that is a problem that I think Frank Lampard had a little bit of Chelsea at the end. Certainly Thomas Tuchel had it at the end. And that is something that Graham's got to get sorted out. Well, that's it, guys. Thanks for listening on the Talksport app, wherever you get your podcast from. There will, of course, be another one of these Andy Goldstein Talksport daily podcasts out. First thing in the morning, so make sure you get that. I am, of course, back today at 4pm alongside the sneaker freak himself, Darren Bent. So make sure you tune in for that one. Until then, thanks for listening. Have a good day. And above all, be safe, everyone. Be safe.
0: only from rustolium